Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 276. This week's episode of the podcast is a little different and special because we're actually recording it on board Royal Caribbean Symphony of the Seas. We actually have a really good in-cruise review to share with you and kind of go through some of the early observations and experiences and stories from our very first days on board Symphony of the Seas. So I hope you enjoy this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. We're recording this episode on board Symphony of the Seas, and uh, we're actually doing something I've never done on the podcast before, which is do a, actually a in-cruise review. And uh, this this week's episode of the Royal Green Blog Podcast is somewhat unique and calls for a different kind of introduction. Because we're not doing a... Usually I just do the pre-cruise you know, cruise, uh, summary and then after the cruise I review it. But because we're actually on, essentially I'm on day whatever of a, eventually a 13-night journey on Symphony of the Seas across many sailings, for this week's episode I actually wanted to bring you a in-cruise review and um, to join me here because obviously there's so much on Symphony of the Seas and we're actually recording this on day three of my first sailing. So uh, needless to say, I've not gotten to... Uh, check out everything on board quite yet, but uh, we actually have some friends of mine to join us uh, on here on this week, and we'll uh, introduce in no particular order. We've got Danette, we've got Sharla, and we have Becky from MEI Travel joining us here. Uh, ladies, welcome. Glad to have you here, and uh, thanks for joining us to talk a little uh, Symphony of the Seas, because, you know, there's so much to, to do, and I you know, even I'm, after 13 nights, it's not like I'm going to say, oh yeah, I've done everything on Symphony. It's just an incredible amount. Um, so let's start with, uh, obviously, things we've done. You know, this, is gonna be kind of, this episode's going to be like a, a conversation, really, just kind of discussion of what we think of Symphony so far and kind of the things we've done. And, you know, for me, uh, I, I think let's start with, uh, you know, the entertainment, the, you know, things we've done. There's so many, there's so many shows on board and uh, it's incredible. And I know, Becky, you've had the opportunity to and see some of these, especially uh, you were staying in Aqua Theater Suite. Yeah, that 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 pretty much does help. Uh, you get really good seats and a good view for the um, the Aqua Theater shows without having to stand in line, which is kind of cool. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it also uh, just a plug for this location. It also allows you to see it from a completely different angle, where you're actually seeing some of the backstage stuff happening and people entering and exiting and the um, the divers that are on board and. Like we were looking at one of the shows the first night, which I, I really enjoyed, the Aqua Nation show, which is a, um, a retrospect of all of the best of the best of the shows that they've had since the beginning. And they have a, a I want to say a tightrope walker, but he was more, or there's two of them, more like tightrope bouncers mm. <laughs> that are right at the level of the sweet balcony. And so you've got this wonderful view of these guys right at your eye level, which is kind of an amazing, um, amazing show. I've and, and Hero, we all saw last night together from the balcony. Yeah. So I really enjoy the Aqua Theater because it is something very unique on board cruise ships, let alone, you know, any location uh, across, even on land. Um, it is unique and special, and I've been drawn to it. And while there's other entertainment, or so I hear, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the only ones I've been seeing. That's right. And Shirley, you saw Hairspray. We did. Um, I love the movie, the musical version. I've never actually seen the original. Um, but I had never seen it, the show, and so I wanted to see it. And we saw it the other day and absolutely loved it. It was fantastic. The... Uh, 
entertainment. The crew, that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. The crew was absolutely fantastic. They had some of the best voices I've ever heard. The dancing was amazing. It's all about dancing. And it was it was great. I'm looking forward to seeing it because I saw it blast on Oasis of the Caesars a number of years ago. Yeah. But it's a, it's a fun show. That's what uh, I recall about That's one of the nice things about, you know, Royal Caribbean has on some of its ships Broadway shows. Not Broadway-style shows, but Broadway shows. And be able to go and see Hairspray on Symphony is amazing. Because, you know, you go see Hairspray... I mean, you live in, in the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. Charlotte, and, you know, you're, how much is that going to cost when, you know, theater tickets, even the hairspray, it's going to still run you for two people. Dollars. Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. So, I mean, that's huge right there, if you ask me. And I think the caliber of the uh, dancers and singers is just as good. Absolutely. As, if not better than some of the shows that I've seen. Absolutely. I heard the sets and the costuming are amazing. They are. As well, given the amount of space that they have. Yes. Yeah, it's incredible. Um, you know, some of my favorite kind of activities and entertainment on the ship is in, you know, we talk about, I mean, Hairspray's going to get all the, the headlines, as it should, Hero as well, but there's also something to be said about being able to just enjoy the live music entertainment they have on here, and Danette, I know that we were at uh, the Schooner Bar last night enjoying some Billy Pando, who's one of, I read this in my lab, like I said, I, he's either one of the, if not the best piano player, singer in, in Royal Caribbean, I mean, it's just, there's such a difference with with uh, Billy versus like everybody else. He had a great set. I mean, just a lot of energy. It was great. I We were all sitting around and couldn't figure out after sing along, because everybody of course was singing along, uh, when it was time to get up because it was a, this next song and he was so good. You just wanted to stay and sing again. Yeah. But he just went on and on and the time just went by. But he was, he was very captivating with the whole audience. I mean, everybody wanted to sing. Okay, let's sing this next song or put in a request. But he was really amazing, so definitely see that one. I just like his approach that uh, basically he just played the chorus of every song. Like, it's yeah. the part that you all know the words <laughs> right. to, yeah. right? Everybody knows like, that. Like, it's not like you, you hear a song, it's like, oh, it's a great song, but I don't need to hear all the song. I just want to be able to belt out the, the chorus, everybody knows, and, and everybody move on to the next did. one. Yeah. And it was just, we were there for like at least an hour, right? At least. And he didn't take a break. I was like, all right, here comes the break, here comes the, yep. you know, and he just was like, boom, 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 boom. So he kept going. He was amazing. He really was. Absolutely, uh, we've been in the in the pub maybe once or twice, and the uh, the maybe the, maybe. <laughs> the pub guitarist is also excellent. It's one of my favorite places to go. I love that, you know the the piano bar is great, and I really do enjoy that. But I think I like the pub better because I like the guitar. It's more of the bar songs, you know the not the I mean they're both playing songs. You all know the words too, but it's like you know, uh, you know, there's something about that, and maybe it's because I'm there's the beer motif. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're. You're in the middle of it feels like a shopping mall in a way, yeah. but you're you're on the promenade, so you can people watch. Yes. So you've got the music, you've got the um, the alcohol, which helps <laughs> you know everybody out. But then you've got the fantastic people watching. Yes. So if you just sit there with a group of friends and a pint of beer, and the music's going on, and the people are going past, it really does make for a good evening. Absolutely. You know, speaking of good evening, uh, the other night we all went to Playmakers for dinner. Uh, on the boardwalk, something that, you know, one of the things I think you want to do when you go on a, if you've been on multiple ships, especially within the same class, is you try to find out, oh, let's go see what's different about this, right? And certainly Playmakers is a new venue on Symphony of the Seas. It doesn't exist on the other three Oasis-class ships. And Playmakers is a sports bar slash arcade. Yeah, we didn't do any ski ball, Charlotte. That was a mistake. <laughs> well, we, we still have time. We still have time. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're the, it, it's a sports bar. I will say that they have a ton of TVs all around. We went there uh, the other evening before, oh, we'll talk about the food here in a moment, but, you know, we went there to, like, watch some games, and, you know, they have the potential to show a lot of games. Inevitably, there's a lot of cricket and 
<laughs> other events perhaps that you weren't excited nor necessarily knew about that we were going to be performing. I mean, it's the nature of a Caribbean cruiser's contract. It's not like Rogue thinks this is what they want to do. It's just, it's a long story. But um, I will tell you that I felt like they did show NFL games on uh, on Sunday when there was, you know, the games out there. It may not be your favorite one, but one of the nice things and a tip that I saw from other people is, you know, with Symphony of the Seas, you have such great internet, just bring your phone or iPad and I'm sure you can stream the game from from your home TV carrier, you know, which is which is really nice. But it's a great, very relaxing venue. I really like how, what they did with it. Um, but the food was, was, I thought, really good. I thought the food was absolutely great. Uh, we had several appetizers to share. We each got something different, and nobody had a bad thing to say about the food at all. It was really good. Yeah. Danette, what did you like about the food yesterday? What was, like, the dish that kind of stood out to you? Well, of course, I had a very large uh, lunch, so I had an appetizer. <laughs> but I, I was um, looking at everybody else. The portions of it was very large yes. for uh, being... At the playmakers because I mean it was full it was a full meal yeah it wasn't just an appetizer type thing so when you go make sure you bring your appetite yep and I think the um, the word on the street I guess you say that is that playmakers has the best burger um, <laughs> bar none across the but when it came with a very large knife shoved in the shoved. top of it yes. to keep the two huge patties together that <laughs> yeah. kind of tells you something yeah <laughs> and I thought I thought it was very reasonably priced too yes. it's it's an upcharge, but it was not like the specialty dining of like Jamie's Italian or something like that, it was, which was also great, but it was a good price for what, for what you got. Right, you didn't receive a lot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we, uh, speaking of Playmakers, of course we're talking about the boardwalk. It's another area that's been kind of changed a little bit on this ship. You have Playmakers taking up essentially one side of the boardwalk and uh, Sugar Beach on the other side of it. And, um, you know, Becky, you, we were talking a little before the podcast about the boardwalk and the kind of the... Uh, you know, it's still it's still the boardwalk feel over there, but it's a little different, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, it's interesting. Actually, speaking of the boardwalk, I forgot, Charlie, you're staying in a boardwalk room. Yeah, um, we have the boardwalk balcony, and I've I had heard that the boardwalk balcony was not very loud because once you close that door and lock it, it keeps out much of the noise, and that was mostly the case. However, when they were playing the NFL games. Um, we could hear all the cheering and playmakers mm. so from the room with the door closed. So it was very, very loud. But that's not going to be your typical experience. It, it, in general, it has been quite quiet. Yeah, I would expect that that change from the Mexican restaurant to the sports bar is the thing that causes sure. that that, yeah. um, that noise level. But just in the boardwalk and in the ship in general, it's familiar yet a little different so there are places where you expect there's going to be something here that you're familiar with the other ship but no it's not there something else is there Um, which is the same thing with the boardwalk it's it's very unique Uh, it's again something else you'll never see or you have not seen at sea and it's just a, a little bit different enough to draw you here to give it a try. Absolutely, well, it's it's a, it's a it's a fun spot to go to. I mean, I, you know, when I, when inevitably when I'm on an Oasis class ship, I just tend to gravitate towards the boardwalk or Central Park. Those neighborhoods are just you know so iconic, and I just love. Yeah. You know, it's like oh, we have an hour. Let's just go sit down, walk around. You know, kind of. It, it it's just one of those kind of places that's really that that makes it so special because if you're on almost any other class of ship. Well, you got maybe the promenade or the sun trim, right? Or the pool deck, essentially. Nothing wrong with those places, but when you have something like this, it just adds a whole other dimension to it, which yeah. is really nice. I stayed in Central Park this morning, brought my computer, enjoyed the people watching, did some work. It yeah. was 
the best time just sitting out there doing just enjoying it and that's yeah. something that you're not going to get anywhere else and i like the evening when they bring in the live music yes. I, I will go there nice warm breeze mm-hmm. as you as you're cruising that that is a must do also yes i couldn't agree more than that that's a one of my favorite things about, about Central Park, just, I mean, the beauty of it, just go there and, I mean, Central Park is always nice, but at night it's just, you know, it's, you might say it's night and day difference. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people look at a huge ship like this and think there's so many people and it must be really crowded, but the fact is there are so many little nooks and crannies for yes. people to hang out in that it never feels crowded. You know, it's it, to that point, the place that actually has not felt crowded at all is the pool yeah. deck. Yeah. Like, I have... Yeah. I am the king of rolling out of bed a little later than 9 a.m. and, you know, going up there. As you go up there in the afternoon, I get chairs. It's not like I have to, like, hunt for them or go sit on the chair that's, like, you know, in the middle of the sun and no one wants to sit there. It's like, I mean, I found plenty of chairs by the pool, which it's so weird because I think the pool deck is always a place like, oh, you have to, you know, we talk about, we hear about chair hogs and you hear about, oh, it's so busy, it's hard to get a chair over there. But it's ironic that on a ship this large, the largest cruise ship in the world, it seems like that problem has been mitigated. Mm-hmm. Someone pointed out that they just maybe added a lot of chairs, which you know, like that works too. I'm not gonna, you know. I mean, look, if you want to have a like, problem, right, right? Exactly. But I, I just like a chair that's you know in the in the shade, have a breeze, be able to people watch, like you know, Charles said earlier. That's a really nice thing to be able to do, and um, you know, it's just interesting to me that I was like, I can get chairs here in the afternoon. It's you know the biggest cruise ship, and not a problem. So anyway, I just. I like yeah. that, that it really helps split up the crowds, which is something, Becky, that people hear about, oh, you know, the ship's got, you know, 6,000 passengers, give or take, and 2,000 crew members. It must be a city. It must be crazy. How can you possibly, you know, deal with it? And I really don't think that's the case. Yeah, and the other piece, too, is that each little area, these little sections, have different appeals. Yes. So people who really want to go and be in a in a sports bar and cheer on your favorite team even though my loss last night <laughs> you can go and be part of that if you want something quiet where you can take your laptop and for those of us who have to check email check email or just relax there's a place for that too yeah. so no matter how your mood is or what you want to experience for your vacation there's something on board here or a place to go absolutely now it's the crowd management has been really, really good. Even on day one, which is usually, I think, the worst day of all crowds because everyone's kind of doing the same thing. But Day day one, can I just throw this yeah. in? The new port facility yes. is... Incredible. Oh, Mike, I have never seen anything that smooth in my life. Obviously, I had a little bit of a, of a fast pass um, yeah. <laughs> in mine uh, because I am in a suite. Rather than going up the escalators, they just took us right into a, an elevator, right up to um, one level, the, um, there were four different, three or four uh, security stations. You go through, there's someone there to scan your pass, and they say, welcome aboard. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was almost like having um, a TSA pre-check and clear at the same time. You're just like, hi, go right through. Uh, it, it took me no more than 10 minutes. Yeah, and not only that, it's just a beautiful facility. Yeah, the, and the new terminal, Terminal A in Port Miami is just, I mean, I'm just blown away by it. Not, because you're right, Becky, it's very smooth, very easygoing. Uh, you know, curb to check in quite, quite quickly, but the it's just so nice, refreshing to be in a term, cruise terminal that's not essentially like a warehouse yeah. or a holding pen. You know, it's holding <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pen. Yeah, feel that way. You're right. And yeah. even the those of us that were not in the suite lounge going up, we had a seamless experience too. So it's not unique to that. We were even in with, a, even with parking. Yeah, even parking. We pulled into the parking deck. 
and just went up the ramp. They took the porters took our luggage right there, so we did not have to carry the luggage all the way down the uh, parking ramp, which was great. And then we just got right on board. We it was so fast. We were already in the waiting area within what five ten minutes, something like that. It was very short. And then on the ship, not too long after that, so it was really nice. Cool. All right. So um, you know what? We're, let's uh, let's wrap this with something that uh, again. We've only been in here a couple of days, but uh, what is your go-to spot? Danette, we'll start with you. What's your go-to spot on board the ship? Right now, it's the solarium. Ooh, yes. Yeah. It's pretty. Like, it is very pretty. I find it's a little ever so slightly bigger, but I'm not sure. But it's actually beautiful. Um, place that I'm drawn to besides Central Park in the evening. Yeah, that's a good choice. Becky, what about you? <laughs> it, it, it changed last night. I love Wonderland. Really? I, I love the way that they have created that in a bigger space. Mm-hmm. And such a beautiful view, but obviously they have a lounge on the second level where you enter, and you can just go in and have a drink yeah. without having to have. It's a tough reservation to get, so if you can't get in there to dine, you can at least go in, enjoy the atmosphere, and have one of their very unique cocktails, which Absolutely. was really cool. So I think I'd like to hang out in there again. Okay, Charlotte, what about you? I'm going to say Central Park, that area, um, night or day. I've really enjoyed the food selections at the Park Cafe, and I've been there for breakfast, I think, every morning, and just sat outside and loved it. Yeah, I, that, those are all great choices. I'm trying to think where I would uh, where I would pick for, for my spot. I mean, you guys have such... Solarium is a really good one, didn't I? Yeah. Darn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, I mean, there's... I mean, I the just like... The cafe there, actually, was... Am I wrong? Does that feel like it's been expanded? The cafe and the Slurm? The Beast Beach? It seems like it's much bigger, but I might just be... I think it is, and there's an inside entrance now instead of just on the outside, kind of on the the one side side of it. Mm -hmm. And yesterday there were quite a few children in there, and I I thought it was for adults only too, but (laughs) I guess not. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think it's just the Solarium is, yeah, that. But I think you can dine there with anybody. Um... Although my kids would never eat there. They're too picky. Where's the chicken nuggets? Where's the pizza? <laughs> uh, so I think for my spot, besides crashing on Becky's uh, balcony over here for the shows, uh, I have to say probably the, I mean, Central Park. It's just, you can't go wrong yeah. with that area. It's just so nice. It's it's really, really good spot. But, you know, loving it on board, it's, it's people have asked me, probably the most common question I've got is, you know, is it your new favorite ship? How does it compare to Harmony or any of the Oasis class? And I feel like it's, you know, with Harmony, you... I feel like there was a there was a bit of a leap there because you went from Oasis and Allure, and I think we all expected Oasis or Allure three, but it ended up being so much more than that. And Symphony is very similar to to Harmony. I mean, there's there's a lot of things there, so I didn't quite get. Not that it's a bad thing, but it's like you know, it's a very much like a Harmony plus, right? They took that and they said, well, here's what works here. Let's mm-hmm. fine tune it a little bit. So they're very complementary ships to each other, and I like it a lot. It's just obviously. It's almost like people, I don't know that if you blindfolded me and dropped me on here and says, which ship are you on, that I'd be able to necessarily tell you the difference, but that's not a bad thing. I liked, I mean, Harmony's my favorite cruise ship, so to have symphonies, great, because they, they lend themselves so much to each other. So. True. Um, but it's, we're having a great time. Of course, uh, if you're listening to this episode, the week it comes out, or even the week after, I'll be live blogging uh, at realcoreanblog.com, so you can check that out, and uh, we'll have, uh, of course, our review of Symphony of the Seas when uh, the cruise uh, concludes, talking all about that, so looking forward to that. But ladies, thank you for joining us here and talking about cruise on a cruise. That's the best kind of podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you. you.